the sun was raining again. Soft and bright, rain light fell through the sky, each drop tearing a neat hole in the season. Winter had been steady and predictable, but it was quite poked through now, and spring was peeking out from underneath it. The world was ready for a change. The people of Ferenwood were excited for spring, but this was to be expected. They had always been fond of predictable, reliable sorts of changes like night turning into day and rain turning into snow. They didn't much care for night turning into cake or rain turning into shoelaces, because that wouldn't make sense. And making sense was terribly important to these people who'd built their lives around magic. And squint as they might, it was very difficult for them to make any sense of Alice. Alice was a young girl, and, naturally, she was all the things you'd expect a young girl to be. Smart and lively and passionate about any number of critical issues, but Alice was also lacking a great deal of something important, and it was this. Her lack of something important that made her so interesting and so very unusual. More on that soon. The afternoon our story begins, the quiet parts of being alive were the busiest. Wind unlocking windows, rain-light nudging curtains apart, fresh-cut grass tickling unsocked feet. Days like this made Alice want to set off on a great adventure, and at almost twelve years old she'd very nearly figured out how to fashion one together. The annual surrender was only a single pair of days away, and Alice, who was determined to win, knew it was her chance to set sail for something new. She was on her way home now, occasionally peeking over her shoulder at the glittering town in the distance. The village square was undergoing no small transformation in honor of the upcoming festivities, and the clamor of instruction and construction rang out across the hills. Alice jumped from flagstone to flagstone, her face caught in the rain-light glow, her hands grasping for a touch of gold. The town's excitement was contagious, and the air was so thick with promise Alice could almost bite into it. She smiled, cheeks appled in delight, and stared up at the sky. The light was beginning to spark and fade, and the clouds were still hard at work weaving together, breaking and building as they had been all week. One more day of this, Alice thought, and everything would change. She couldn't wait. She'd moved on to the main road now, a dirt path flanked by green. She held tight to her basket as neighbors passed, nodding hello and waving goodbye. Happy to have remembered her clothes today, Mother was always bothering her about that. Alice plucked a tulip from her pocket and bit off the top. She felt the petals pressing against her tongue. She could taste the velvet, the magenta of it all. She closed her eyes and licked her lips before biting into the stem. Not quite green, but brighter, more vibrant. There was a song in that color, and she could feel it singing inside of her. She bent down to greet a blade of grass and whispered, Hello. Me too. Me too. We're still alive. Alice was an odd girl. Even for Farinwood, where the sun occasionally rained and the colors were brighter than usual and magic was as common as a frowning parent, 
Her oddness was evident even in the simplest things she did, though most especially in her inability to walk home in a straight line. She stopped too many times, wandering off the main path, catching deep breaths and holding them, too selfish to let them go. She spun until her skirts circled around her, smiling so wide she thought her face would break and blossom. She hopped around on tiptoe, and only when she could stand it no longer would she exhale what wasn't hers to keep. Alice would grow up to be a wildflower, father once said to her, a wildflower in flowing skirts, braided hair dancing from head to knee. She'd always hoped that he was right, that maybe mother had gotten it wrong, that Alice was never meant to be such a complicated thing with all these limbs and needs. She often wanted to plant herself back into the earth to see if she'd grow into something better this time, maybe a dandelion or an oak tree or a walnut no one could crack. But Mother insisted, the way she often did, that Alice must be a girl, and so she was.